Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. And I'm Aaron, the believer. We're back again. Yeah. And now we have a very fancy microphone. We do. I got a birthday present. He was like, it's kind of a um, re-gift of the Christmas present. My husband <laughs> gave us uh, microphones for Christmas. And then um, for my birthday, eh, he doesn't listen, so I can go ahead and say this. I'm pretty sure he kind of forgot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he kind of did too, <laughs> which cracked me up because he was trying to be so sly. So about two weeks before my birthday, he goes, what, what day is it? So I was like, uh, July 17th. Why? And he's like, oh, well, somebody's got a birthday coming up and I'm just, you know, so that kind of gave me the like, oh, it's somewhere on his radar, but he's just not paying attention to the days, which I get, you know, yeah. especially summertime, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, then the night before, and this is where it's like, one of those things where am I being mean or is it mean that he forgot? I don't know because I thought I should just let him off the hook and just remind him nicely. Like, <laughs> so for my birthday, what are we doing? Or, you know, yeah, but I didn't like the mean part of me was like, <laughs> just go to bed and see if he'll figure it out. You know? So then <laughs> I, he didn't say anything the night before. He yeah. hadn't said anything in a couple of days. Didn't ask me like, Hey, what are we doing on your birthday? Nothing, no conversation about it. So then I just went to bed and then woke up the next morning. He didn't say anything before he left for work. <laughs> I, sometimes I'll come out and there'll be something on the, uh, you know, like a surprise or something on the kitchen table. Nothing there. So I'm like, oh, that dude totally forgot <laughs> it was my birthday. And so then I go. And also the night before, you know, because in the summer, teacher schedules are never the same. So he didn't know I had to go into work on Friday until the night before, like right before we went to bed. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to go to work tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I go to work and then and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I know that he probably took a break, got on Facebook and is like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why that brought me a little bit of satisfaction, but it kind of did. I mean, I'm just going to be there. I'm like, oh, it's so mean. But I was like, he is, uh, he's got to be like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I got flowers at work and I'm like, you scrambled to get those flowers <laughs> delivered to me because they came like right before I left. And then he was funny. He he put secret admire, uh, you know, happy birthday, secret admire. So all the women in the office were like secret admire, you know, I was like, it has to be him. And then my uh, assistant principal was like, do you think he did that just to test to see if you tell him about the secret <laughs> admirer flowers? I'm like, sneaky. I feel like that might say a lot more about her than it does about you. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I didn't even think about that. But anyway, I did tell it when it, he called, uh, like right after I got him. Another, yeah. another, you know, uh, red flag. Like, are they there? Did she get them? You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's good. I said, are you my secret admirer? He's like, yeah. And I almost right then was like, you know, got him on it, but I didn't. I was like, ah, it was enough just for me to know he was scrambling at some point. So <laughs> anyway, if he listens to this, that'll be the first time we ever talk about it. Cause I just let him go. I didn't mention anything <laughs> about it. I just thanked him for the flowers and moved on. Oh, also a couple months ago, like a long time ago, he said, Ooh, I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. I got real excited. I, I know it wasn't flowers is what right. popped into his head that that's what he was going to get me, you know? So right. when we got home, I was like, thanks for those flowers. Is that kind of, this is the only thing I did say to him. I was like, is that what you were like, you know, couldn't wait to get me for my birthday a couple months ago? And he was like, who said you don't have more birthday gifts coming? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he's like, you know, we're going like, to drag your birthday out a little bit. I'm like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, honey. Thanks. So. 
I think it was this microphone he was talking about. Yeah. Well, he called me at about 530 on your birthday. <laughs> Did I tell you this already? Uh, no, he tell me about said, it. I'm like in the car. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, no, he's going to ask me to watch the kids. And I'm like busy. I can't mm. right now. I was like, well, I'm not running errands. He goes, oh, well, it's your sister's birthday. I said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the I know. whole world knew that except for you, James. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know. And he was like, oh, okay, well, um, what do you think I should do? <laughs> the night of at 530. Oh, my god. He gosh. was like, you know, the, the Oldham County Fair is in town. Do you think I should take her and the kids to that? Um, like, have you ever met your wife? I said, I don't think that she would like that. <laughs> no, 90 <laughs> degrees wet. Yeah, and he, he pitched that idea to me. And I think my face said it all like, oh, that's what you want to do on my birthday is for us to take three children of all different ages who can't oh, ride the same thing. Yeah, none of them can ride the same thing. Oh, One horrible. of them can't ride anything but the stroller that she hates. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, in 90 degree weather, going and running into acquaintances that I haven't seen in 20 years. <laughs> no. Unless you're listening. She would have oh, loved yes, to run I, into you. You are the exception. But like <laughs> other people that, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't remember their name. I don't know who they are, but they know my name. And that's yeah. awkward and whatever. Or I know their name like way too well. And they're like, who the hell are you? And I'm like, oh gosh, this is all awkward. <laughs> Either way, I was not down for it, especially the night of my birthday. I'm like, no, yeah. that's something I got to gear myself up for. Yeah. And tell myself at least the children will have fun. But not on my birthday. <laughs> they probably wouldn't have. Like no. Miles would have been pissed that he couldn't ride all, all the things the Blake would want to ride. Yeah. No, it, none of it sounded fun. It would none not have it. been a good night. So anyway, we went to Irish Rover, which was a lot of fun, uh, uh, but I saved the fish and chips for when we go Nice, uh, and just lived in like the hell of trying to wrangle a toddler during dinner. So, you know, <laughs> it was a great birthday, <laughs> uh, but oh, well, he tried, I mean, yes, he did the bare minimum and yes, it was the day of, but God love him. He, you could tell he felt bad and that's all I need. And sometimes that's what I'll say is like, as long as I feel guilty, right? I'm like, yes, exactly. As long as you feel guilty, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I had a really fun thing on Sunday. Oh. Can I that? tell you about it? You know oh, about yes, it. Yes, I do know about it. I feel so bad about it. Yes. We have a fan named Amy. And she is a Reiki masseuse. Yeah, I guess. Is that what they're called? I'm a Reiki really technician, sure. probably. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. She performs Reiki. She does Reiki. <laughs> I don't know. She is a technician of Reiki. Yep. That's what she is. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like very gracious and offered us massages. Yes. Free Reiki. Um, so Sunday kind of snuck up on me. I lost track of the day. and uh, Yeah, we both lost track of the day. I got my alarm. It was a good reminder of like, I should set my mm-hmm. notification for longer than 30 minutes before yeah, especially something that never happens. Right. <laughs> so I'm in my pajamas at 1030 in the morning on Sunday. And it was like, in 30 minutes, you have Reiki with Amy. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it's like across town. Oh, no. So yeah. I got ready. I mean, in no time at all. So I was not cute, but she didn't yeah. seem to care. Well, and I, I you know. I have children at this age who cannot be left alone. And then James had an you know issue with his car and all sorts of stuff that I've had to be there. So unfortunately I didn't get to go, but you went. And so you're going to tell us all about it. And then she was so gracious. I reached out and apologized to her profusely. I'm like, I am so sorry. We are so appreciative of the fact that you 
you know, offered this. And then here we are being jerks and forgetting about it. We're just like total divas now. Total divas. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll take that free Reiki yeah. when we're ready for you mean it. You didn't send a car for us? Well, then in that case, we can't make it. <laughs> And I want white M and M's on the way there. Like, and it's like somebody who yeah. has specific M and M's that they have to have. I'm sure. Oh, weird people. Um, no, but we just forgot. And she was so nice to say that she will redo mine. So That's we're awful. gonna reschedule mine. So yes, I cannot wait. Tell me all about it. Did she touch you? That's the biggest thing I want to know. Okay. So she, when I got there, she was like, "I do things a little different. I don't like to um, get a lot of backstory before I do anything. Mm. I want to just go into it kind of blind." Okay. And um, she gave me the options. She said, I can either not touch you at all. Okay. Or I can lay my hands on you in a few spots. And like that was my head, stomach, knees, feet, and neck. Something like that. I would be like, yes, yes, yes. No stomach. Everywhere else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I told her, I was like, I mean, I don't know. I've never done this. She said, I can get results either way. Oh, and okay. I said, well, just whatever moves you. If you're in, if you're like, I need to touch her head, touch my head. That's fine. Oh, there you go. I like how you gave her that freedom. Yeah. So I said, go for it. I don't know what I'm doing. You do. You're in charge. Okay. So um, it started and I put a little like eye pillow over my eyes so uh -huh. I couldn't see anything. And uh, she mentioned, she was like, try to meditate, try to listen to your breathing, mm -hmm. try not to be thinking about whatever you're thinking about. Right. Which I did a horrible job Ugh, at not doing. I, my brain, I have the hardest time getting it to stop talking. It's just, a practice. It really is a practice. Yeah. And I am not practiced in it. So yeah. like I kept, anytime I would start to wander, I was like, okay, no, seriously, think about waves. Think about, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it wasn't, ugh, I never got fully got out of my head. Not fully, but uh, every once in a while I got there. Yeah. But um, it's what started she, I knew she was touching my head and my neck. And then, uh, as we get going, I feel pressure on my stomach, just like a, a hand, but okay. it's definitely there. I feel it there. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, this is awkward. Like, I feel like I shouldn't breathe deep. And I was like, no, just breathe. Be normal. normal. It's mm -hmm. fine. So mm -hmm. I'm breathing and her hand is there for a long time. And then I hear her behind my head and she like, what? rubs her hands together. She was nowhere near my stomach, but I could still feel her hand. I could still feel pressure. It wasn't ever her hand there. I don't think. Huh? I know. Very weird. Okay. I also felt some pressure. Like as soon as I laid down and she started the practice of it, uh -huh. I like started feeling pressure in my head, like kind of building. It wasn't like a headache and it wasn't painful, but mm -hmm. it was like pressure. Hmm. And then Towards the end, that started getting lighter and lighter, and then it was gone. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we did all of this, um, you know, the whole session was about 45 minutes. Okay. And then when it was over, she's like, okay, now we're going to talk about where I felt your energy. Um, I'm going to talk about your chakras. Okay. So I've never had anybody talk about my yeah. chakras. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know all about your chakra. What was your chakra like that day? Oh, I've been so excited to tell you. So she said that my root chakra, which is that like, the back, like bottom of my spine area, okay, was good and clear and fine. I'm like, that's good. Great. It's good to have a clear bottom. Really worried about chakra. my root chakra. And then root, she, I said bottom chakra. <laughs> it's not a bottom chakra. 
when you said like lower back, that's what I was like, oh, like your butt chakra. Well, then the next one. Oh, how is your butt chakra? She said, now your second chakra is um, like where all your sex organs are. I was like, oh, let's get into that. Okay. And she said, it is outstanding. (gasps) Girl, getting it. I was like, I told Kevin, I was like, you're welcome. And maybe thank you. Maybe your chakra is doing so good because he's doing so good. Y'all got it going on. <laughs> but then everything she said was not sexual at all. It oh, man. Like, I would be like, well, let's go back to that area and yeah. talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> right. Well, she said that your um, your second chakra is like where your creativity builds. Oh. And she said, so it makes sense that you're an artist and that your creativity uh-huh. is like really on track. It's okay. doing great. She said, but your chakra that's like right like at your gut, which is where, where I felt, you felt the hand. pressure. Uh-huh. Yeah, where I felt that pressure. She said that was really blocked. Uh-huh. And she said, uh, so I spent some time there and then I, you know, was working through there, but not the pressure. It wasn't her still. Okay. She said that that, um, that I was like blocking my creativity, whether it was self-doubt or hmm. maybe I felt like I wasn't deserving of something and Aww. I was holding myself back. And I could relate that very much to the fact that I am a, newest new ish teacher uh-huh. and I will often be like maybe that's too weird and I won't mm-hmm. do that and I I do stop myself a lot when yeah. it comes to things like that because I'm like well you know it's been years since I went to school for this yeah so I know that I do that all the time huh interesting so, and I'm even holding back like I want to do this cool Hogwarts house class management thing but I know it's going to be a lot of work. Oh, it's going to be so much work. And so I've been hesitant about it. I did go ahead and get the supplies that I needed for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm even still like, oh, I just, maybe it's too much. And maybe yeah. I need to let it go. Because the kids don't know about it. So it's not like they would be disappointed. Right. Kind of like the fair. We never talked about the fair. So they never got disappointed <laughs> about not going. That's right. But she was like, I think you should do it. Like your wow, creativity is okay. there. It wants to do it. And you are the only thing holding you back. So go for it. How cool is that? I know. It was really neat. She also said it was really interesting because she got up to my heart and she said, I was really surprised because there was some hardening around your heart Hmm. and I wasn't expecting that because she said, I know I don't know you, but I've listened to your podcast so much that I feel like I know you and Uh I wasn't expecting that. Uh, But she said that maybe I was just in a recent argument and like I'd built up my walls a little bit Mm -hmm. and I totally, I know Gavin listens, so I hope he's not offended. I won't get into the details, but we did get in a little argument and it uh-huh. was actually a healthy argument. It needed to happen. And right. I think we're better for it, but you know, it had just happened. It had just happened two nights before huh. and my walls are up a little bit, not really against him, but just like sure. I'm protective right now. And I can feel that uh-huh. there. So it was weird that she said that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And also what I'll say to that though, is just because you have walls that come up around your heart from time to time. Yeah. Or just because you've been in an argument doesn't mean you don't have a healthy marriage. Oh, doesn't mean that you don't aren't fully madly in love or anything like that. So, um, you know, that's, and I think that's an, you know, that's important to say, not just because Kevin's listening, but, but also because <laughs> Kevin's listening, she loves you, Kevin. But, you know, I think, you know, sometimes we get in this world of like Instagram photos or Facebook, but where everything looks so happy yeah. and everybody's so much in love and everybody's da, da, da. and real life is happening behind all of those images yeah, that, absolutely. um, that needs to be, it's okay for there to be. And I mean, in my own relationship, I put walls up all the time. Yeah. Luckily, and this is what you strive for is a partner who notices that 
and mm-hmm. works hard to help you take those down and vice versa. So, yeah. um, so I think it probably makes sense that you're in a relationship and you had some walls up because yeah. those are going to go up and down a lot. Yeah. It was really very cool. Very interesting. Uh, she talked about, uh, my head is my, the chakra around my head was good, but it was also a little bit cloudy. So she cleared she that you out. Drank a lot the night before. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> well, she knows now. <laughs> but she said I was very wise. I was a wise soul. She also said that a Aww. lot of times when people first come in for Reiki, they have like so much childhood stuff that they're carrying through that it's really hard to get, wow. you know, like there's so much to clear out. And she was like, but not you. You were just like Aww. easy to clear out. I was like, oh, that's nice. And she said I had a blue and white aura. I am just fascinated by this. I know. It was so fascinating. Huh. Can anybody be trained in Reiki or is this something that like you are called to do? Ooh, I have no idea. Uh, is this, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it something that you have a psychic ability more? Yeah. Cause to me, it sounds like, um, it, not that I don't know what I was expecting, but she has to do a lot of the work. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in like a condescending way. I just don't know anything about Reiki. And so hearing this, she was thinking about you and every part of your aura or whatever right. it was she was feeling. Uh, and, and yeah, like that's a lot of work. Yeah. She even said, I could tell you, Oh, this was another thing. Should I could tell that you were in your head a lot. Like I had a really hard time in the beginning. It and you it, did. Cause you couldn't get your thoughts to settle. Yeah. She said it took at least 20 minutes for you to kind of settle in a little bit. And uh-huh. she said, and then right when I was clearing out the, that, gut chakra that chakra uh-huh. right there where i felt the pressure as soon as i got it clear i heard you start sighing deeper that's what i was gonna say i wonder oh, if it's weird. the breath i wonder if like in in reiki training yeah you know what i mean there there's some like um like what are they paying attention to the most yeah is it just energy that's coming off of you and they feel that energy or is it like so when when almost the way you respond to when they touch you yeah it does her heart rate slow down? Does it quicken? Does it, you know, so if I touch, if I'm around their head and she starts breathing, like she's uncomfortable, does that mean like she has a blockage or how closely related is it to uh, the physical? Right. It definitely sounded like it was much more energy based. And she even said, uh, like in her beginning talk, I know you're going to have this too. So she might tell you the same story, but Mm -hmm. she said, uh, the more you can clear your head, the better. For instance, once I had this client, I hope it's okay to tell the story at first. Once I had this client who the whole time I was trying to work on her, I kept seeing her moving boxes. I just saw boxes like the whole time she was moving boxes. And finally at the end, I said, I had a hard time getting you to relax. All I could think of was you moving boxes. And she goes, I just moved. And it's all I could think about was where I needed to organize everything. She said I was in my head the whole time thinking. So it is a bit psychic. Yeah. I mean, you really have to be able to tune into that person's energy. Yeah. uh, To, to see that. Okay. So I, I haven't had mine yet and I'll let you know afterwards, but I've always said energy. I believe in, because like I said, when you go walk into a room, yeah, you can feel the energy of the room of like, Oh my gosh, there was just a fight in this oh, room. Yeah. Nobody's talking. I mean, it, a lot of it is their body language and it is like facial expressions and you're kind yeah, of reading that pressure, but you feel it. The room just feels heavy, you know? So, right. so um, that is fascinating. Like how you learn. That's my question. Can you learn to tune into that energy or is it just something you, you already kind of know how to do and then you kind of hone your craft and yeah, I don't know. 
Wow. That, I that. can't wait. I will. I'll definitely ask her when I go. I can't wait for mine now. That I is know. so. And also, you know, whether you go into the full on skeptic or believer side of it, like I said, when I went to the psychic that I saw, anytime you have that little space to dive deep into yourself, mm-hmm. whether it starts in something that you fully believe in, like a psychic or Reiki or what you get this time to just focus on yourself. And that seems to me so therapeutic. Right. Um, and she led you to places like your creativity feels blocked. And whether that was truly because she felt that energy or she just kind of knew that you were an art teacher and led you there. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, you, you got to a point where you were like, I'm going to go for it and I'm yeah. going to try this out and I'm going to take this step. And that's pretty cool. You know, yeah, so. she, she gave me homework that I need to like, anytime there's a choice, I need to go with my gut. The, as soon as I decide, okay. she's like, don't second guess it, go with your gut. So you might even want to like check back. Like if you chose a different traffic route or, you know, direction, maybe go back and check and see if there was a lot of traffic on the other way. She's like, you've got really good intuition wow. that you second guess a lot. So stop doing that. Okay, but can you not do when you're driving because you're not the best driver? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You jerk face. <laughs> I just imagined you all of a sudden running a red light because you're like, I just went with it. It was like my first <laughs> instinct. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, you know, you brought up traffic and I got real worried. All oh, my sudden. gosh. <laughs> I told mom about it tonight, even though I was a little nervous. Oh, my gosh. What did she say? She loved it. She was like, that is so cool. Wow. See, you never know, I know. mom. It's She's so surprising. surprising. Yeah. One, she'll go one way, one, and then you are into that witchcraft. Right? <laughs> you never know what she's going to You're going to burn in hell. No, she's never said that. Uh, <laughs> she probably thought Maybe it. she said she it once or twice. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's calmed down a little bit there in that realm of things. But, uh, um, oh, that's cool. So she thought it was interesting. Yeah. she. I know she thought, like, oh, this is a bunch of fooey when I started. But the more I talked, she was like, well, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, there. I think... She she definitely got to a lot of things that you were going through, right? You know, and whether that's her, uh, like I said, tuning into the breath or tuning into the way you're reacting to her yeah. different. She even said she was like, "I haven't listened to the podcast in weeks because I didn't want to know anything, any oh, background." Stuff. Wow! So I was like, oh no, well we need to get Megan in here so you can yeah. start listening again yeah. as soon as possible, <laughs> right? No wonder our numbers are going down. <laughs> I'm just our numbers are going down because of Apple. I know, stupid Apple. Ugh. Yeah, guys, if you're having a hard time listening to us, it's because Apple won't upload. For some and also, reason. if you're having a hard time, you probably won't listen to this one either. <laughs> Let's hope. I know, I even It'll thought, work. we need to tell everybody tonight, if you are on Apple, complain. But if you're on Apple, you don't know to listen to this and right. complain. So, ugh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. I, like, I wonder if there's a whole group of people out there who just think we're on a break or something. Right. We're not. We're, we're chugging along. Come on. Join us. <laughs> we're not Apple. Ross. We're yeah. not on a break. That's right. <laughs> okay. So um, tonight I've got a good spooky story. All right. Sounds good. Am I starting or you? Um, I think you should go for it because I just talked for forever. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Okay. So this was a story that was submitted around the time of our live show. So I think that it w- it's was submitted for the purposes of being a Kentucky story, although she doesn't really mention Kentucky in here. So, okay. Um, but she, the, except for the title, <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> ghost story. Oh, except okay. for, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, but I thought it was a, a great story. And then I have a follow-up that I want to read from a little article and you'll, you'll, you'll know why immediately once I read this. Okay. Okay. So here we go. This is from Anna. 
Hey ladies, this story is real dated, early 2000s, but <laughs> still gives me chills to think about it. She is a baby. Early 2000s does not sound like it was dated. I know. It sounds like yesterday. It's so weird that people who are born in like the year 2000 can drink. Oh, they're that is legal so adults. Weird. That is so weird to me. Oh, it's yeah, I don't that that's sorry. Not sorry right. to blow your mind. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just glad they keep getting older and I just keep staying the same oh, age, yeah. even though I had a birthday. Okay. <clears throat> this happened to me in middle school around sixth grade. Oh. Right? So she's a baby. Although I was. Oh my gosh. Are you a baby too? I was in middle school in 99. Holy shit, I am old. Okay. I went <laughs> to a sleepover at a girlfriend's house. Her dad took care of a farm and they lived on the middle of it, not another house for acres. And then in parentheses, she says, I am totally used to that. Grew up in a house in the middle of the woods. The sleepover took a supernatural tone, as middle school sleepovers do, mm -hmm. with silly games like light as a feather and the ever reliable Ouija board. Oh, no. And then I love this next line. As a born and raised Southern Baptist, I refuse to participate <laughs> in these witchcraft activities. That's right. <laughs> Fast forward to later in the evening. Parents are in bed. Five girls are awake gossiping, TV on in the background. We started hearing footsteps in the attic. It was creepy as hell. No one was up there. Of course, it was an old house and could have just been settling. But soon, the footsteps transitioned to the back of the living room. Ooh. Right? You couldn't hear footsteps exactly because of the carpeting, but the even creaks of pacing in the back middle of the room. So just, you oh, just hear something no. happening in the back room, right? That's awful. I know. Uh, the, wait, in the room that they're in? Just the back? I don't think so. It, it makes it sound like in the, like they're in the middle room. Okay. And this is like in the back room. So, so like it was close the, to them. It yes. was up above and now it's down on their level. Mm -hmm. Like Ooh, it's getting closer. Right. I don't like that. Yeah. In the bedroom, we popped a movie, Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. into the VCR. Love it. I just explained what a VCR was to Blake the other day. It was a hilarious <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Blew his mind. Okay. <laughs> and then he goes, I bet, I bet if you watch uh, movies on VCRs now, they're way better than like current day ones. I said, why, why would you say? He's like, he goes like vintage, right? I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like grainy. Yeah. Like, by vintage, you mean grainy? Then <laughs> sure. sure. Right. But good luck trying to find a VCR these days. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'll read that whole line over again. In the bedroom, we popped a movie, Jurassic Park, into the VCR to distract us and huddled together. The room was in the corner of the house and had two windows. One was backlit by, tall lamp, by a tall lamp outside. I don't know who noticed the shadow first, but we all saw it. A man in a wide brimmed hat. <gasps> Shut up. That is a Third week in a row? I think fourth fourth. Week? I think it's the fourth week in a oh row. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, now you know why I looked at that article. A man in a wide brimmed hat with a pipe in his mouth walking past the window. He must have walked past that window several times in order for it to catch our attention. Oh. Again, we were on a rural farm in the middle of nowhere and everyone else in the house was asleep. The night ended with copious praying. <laughs> we never spoke of it again. <laughs> We never spoke of it again. 
I'm just dying at <sighs> these little girls. Can you just all see them like huddled in a circle, praying, praying, praying? <laughs> we so did cute. the witchcraft and now we're yes. paying for it. We repent. We repent. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then she said, happy hunting. Uh, isn't that cool? That I think she thinks because cool. we're ghost hunters. Like, I don't think she's ever listened to our podcast. So, Oh, well. Um, but <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually go out and hunt. <laughs> Except for stories. We do hunt those down. That's right. Uh, but we don't hunt ghosts. We do not do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> So, oh man. Okay. So yes, wide brimmed hat. Yeah, that's wild. The hat man has come up at least the last four episodes. I mean, if we, I think we started paying attention to it. Like once, you know, so who knows if you're like recently listening to all of these, let us know if it popped up anywhere else. Because the ones that I remember were just the last few episodes. Okay. Uh, So I looked up because I'm thinking, well, what is it? Like, what is it about this? brimmed hat man or the hat man uh, and i found an article i also told aaron i hope it's okay that we read this article <laughs> yeah we're not sure please don't sue us we have no money we and we don't know better no we don't know better <laughs> that's got to be in a clause somewhere if they don't if they really don't know better we don't know better that's how know. i got out of those speeding tickets see that's that's <laughs> legit if you're a lawyer right now and you're listening you're like no 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 ladies that's not <laughs> Uh, write to us immediately and we'll take the episode down. Okay. No, uh, but this was an article on Sinister Coffee and Creamery and it was titled The Hat Man. I just, I'm just going to source it, you know, because I feel like that's going to be legit and save us something. Written June 24th, 2020 by Kelly Callier. K-A-L-I-H-E-R. Okay. She's my favorite. Yes. She's awesome. Okay. So (laughs) we really love her and she will not sue us. And Kelly, please don't sue us. Right. And I'm not going to read all of it. So if you want to read all of it, please go to their website, which is Sinister Coffee and Creamery. But I am going to read this, just the history and observation. Okay. A number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe what are known as shades, shadowy spiritual beings, or supernatural entities. There isn't consensus on whether these figures are good, bad, or something else entirely. Some ufologists believe Hatman could be an alien species observing people. Oh, that's really random. Right. But isn't that interesting? Data collected on Hatman has predominantly been firsthand accounts of personal experiences. People describe an entity watching either from a doorway, closet, or corner of a room. Most accounts say observation is all that happens, strengthening ufologist claims. Hmm. Others claim that they are approached on or the hat man hovers over the top of them, strengthening the scientific community's claim that the hat man is experienced as sleep paralysis. Yet others claim to also see him during the daytime when they are awake and going about their day. Still, other accounts state they experience seeing Hatman during, after, or before a major trauma or traumatic event. Hmm. This connection to Hatman would seem to suggest a spiritual or emotionally driven aspect to the shade or shadow figure not always accounted for. Hmm. Right. So that's Very pretty interesting. Int- yeah. The UFO thing. Yeah. Okay. Because wouldn't that be smart of an alien to kind of come up with an appearance that looks like us yeah so that they could yeah so that they could just observe and often you hear that it's like generational so like Mm. you know i observed your mother and your grandmother now i need to see what you're doing (gasps) yeah that is really interesting okay so my door is open to that because ufos (laughs) (laughs) and sneaky aliens uh, they are sneaky (laughs) uh i'm okay with them um but why else would a, the brim man 
be showing up. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, so strange. Yeah. Whenever I think of Hat Man, I think of like more of an Abraham Lincoln, like tall top hat. I don't See, think I of don't. a wide brim hat. I Whenever we were very first starting to talk about yeah. that, I, I always thought that we, like brimmed hat. Yeah. Even though in that specific story, she said top hat. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I messed that part up. But in my head, that's what I was imagining. Maybe yeah. I've seen him before. Ooh. Maybe the UFO guy has come to see me before. By UFO guy, I mean alien. Maybe he came and observed <laughs> me. And so he's in my head somewhere. I used hmm. to have this really creepy, creep. Uh, this is so stupid, but. I, and I can't believe I'm saying it right now, but this stupid, but frightening. I mean, it was terrifying dream when I was a kid that I would go to bed mm-hmm. and everybody was normal. And then in the middle of the night, I would wake up and I would look out the back window and I would see you guys, my entire family around a campfire, which was so weird because we didn't like have fires out yeah. back, but that's what I would see. And I can remember it was like right up there to the right of the like little pond that we have. Uh-huh. And everybody would be around a fire, and it was like you all were doing some like ritual. Uh-huh. And I w- and I knew that I couldn't interrupt it. Like I just had this feeling of like, don't go near them. Ew. And then you all like unzipped. Oh my gosh! Your whole like skin, and underneath it, you were like white, like no faces, oh. bulbous heads, like came out like these, like you were aliens, basically, like the yeah. body snatchers. I feel like you watched the movie Witches too often. Oh, probably for sure. I mean, I'm sure it was all related to something, <laughs> but that's what the like the the brimmed hat being an alien kind of reminds me of. Like yeah. that he puts on this human form to come and observe. Mm. That's sort of like Uncanny Valley. Like okay, uh, Seth, they Ex- talked about last. Yeah, week. explain what that is because I didn't know what it was. So I had never actually looked it up. I had just kind of pulled from hearing other podcasts and kind of pieced together what I thought, and it was not fully accurate. So. Mm-hmm. Uncanny Valley is like where they kind of appear human, but there's something off, off enough <sighs> that you're like, well, that's not really a human. Like, I know it's not human. I feel like I've met people like that my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like, I can't put my finger on it. The sun's not right here. Uncanny Valley. Something- about you. <laughs> Oh, if I were still single, I would totally do that on like my next bad date. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but has anybody ever told you you're kind of uncanny valley? <laughs> Which, by the way, what a weird term. I wonder where yeah. that came from. Yeah, I'm not going to look it up right now. <laughs> and I'll probably forget later. So. Right. So if you know, write us in, Stephanie. Well, that story really made me think of uh, when I was in middle school, sl- having a slumber party at Christine's house. Mm-hmm. And she used to have, I'm sure her parents still have it, this old picture of Somebody like one of their great, 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 great Uncle William. Uh-huh. They always called him Uncle Willie. And it was like one of those creepy pictures where the eyes followed Ugh. you. Yeah, creepy. And we were all downstairs in the basement and her parents were out at the movies. And we thought we heard something upstairs. Mm. We're, we got to go. It was probably about eight of us girls. Uh-huh. We're in eighth grade or something. And we walk upstairs. It's completely dark. I was in the back. We all tried to grab a weapon of some sort. <laughs> I know that Carly grabbed like a meat pounder. Oh, yeah. I'd go for that. Um, By the time I was in the (laughs) back, I grabbed a toy lightsaber. Like, do it. It wasn't great. We didn't have a lot of... (laughs) At least it would light up. Right. (laughs) So anyways, we're like sneaking up real quiet. We're all scared. I'm in the back. 
And right when I get to the top, my finger actually accidentally slipped and turned the lightsaber on. Oh my gosh. Scaring and you to death. That scared the front of the group <laughs> so bad that when Christine turned around, Carly smacked her in the head with the meat pounder. Oh <laughs> and we all started screaming and ran back downstairs. And I was like, what happened? What was going on? And they're like, we just saw all these bright lights and it was so loud. And I was like, Oh, that was me. That was me and the lightsaber. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Christy was like, you should be sorry. Look at my head. She had, right? Like, little indentions oh, all over her head. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I love those little stories. I mean, it's just <laughs> such a picture of all... And ha like, that's the most fun time, right? We're just what, so scared you're together. You're so scared, but you're all together. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love it. I mean, it makes me want to get a group of girls together right now and just <laughs> scare the shit out of ourselves. I'll just make all Sophie's slumber parties be at your house. How oh, about no, that? no, 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 oh, no, man, no, no, yeah, no. It, it. it was cute for a minute. Now maybe gone. Uh, that <laughs> is hilarious. I love that story. Well, thank you, Anna, for whatever... That was. So you're going to go with, it's an alien. Well, okay. I'm going to go with alien. I'm also going to go. I thought the interesting part was the traumatic event. Yeah. Um, But multiple people saw it and that doesn't really sound the same. Right. Well, unless they all kind of got really freaked out and then they were, I don't know. I, the religious part of it, because also I think I've seen an, oh gosh, there was some show that James and I used to watch was, which is what pictured the wide brim man in my head. Like, um, yeah. It was some Western show that we used to watch and like the bad guy, um, Hell on Wheels, I think is what it was. The name mm. of the show. It was really good. It was a really good show that we watched, some sort of Western. But anyway, the bad guy, he had a wide brim hat and he was super mean. He was awful. Like he was evil, but he always pretended to be really religious. Yeah. And so um, he was like a preacher in the beginning and then yeah. somewhere he went wrong so he was super creepy and that's what i picture when i picture the hat man is him hmm. um so the tie in there about it being religious yeah like she was super religious and i don't know about the other girl's faith or whatnot i but mean they all ended up praying at the end. so by the end of it right. they were all religious right so i think there might be some link there uh-huh you know to i don't know like that's maybe they started talking about it like some i don't know so but i don't know i i other than their little girls and they all spook easy and they mob just mentality. done a mob mentality. Did you see that one girl explains what they saw? And then it was like, they're like, Oh, I think I see it too. I see it too. And they described the same thing that the first girl did and so on and so on and so on, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's creepy. I would love to know. She mentions Ouija boards, but like, did anything happen on right. those Ouija boards? Well, she didn't participate. So I wonder how much she didn't. Like, did she go into the other room so she couldn't even hear it? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's a devout That's probably South. what you're supposed to do. I would totally be like, I won't touch it. But, but I'm going to watch this shit go down. I will be here for it. And right? I will. <laughs> it's not in my house. Exactly. And I will not touch it. Okay. Well, then it's on next Saturday night. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, too funny. Okay, here we go. Let's look at my story. Well, let's, I'll read it to you so you don't have to look at it. Yeah, it'd be really weird if you just sat here and looked at it and we just <laughs> silently watched you look at it. Especially for a, you know, a hearing podcast. <laughs> right, an audible. Okay, I'm going to read a story from Melinda. Okay. And Melinda was our, you know, like our baseline of sleep paralysis story last week. Yeah, I so she like, wrote in again. Long time listener, second time writer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Okay, so she writes, Dear Megan and Aaron, I just recently discovered your podcast when I saw your post on the Two Girls, One Ghost Facebook page asking for stories, which you pointed out the other day that like they also do listener stories and I'm totally like, send me your stories instead. Yeah, they should just send them, go ahead and just forward them directly to us. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Thank you. You guys are clearly too big. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They were great. (laughs) I've only made it to episode 16 so far. Although she updated in the following week with sleep browse issues further. But I've loved every episode and really enjoy listening to the two of you. Oh, my story is pretty brief and I can already hear Megan trying to debunk it by saying how the brain can do some crazy things. (laughs) But I still figured I might as well share it since it was an interesting experience for me. Definitely. It was the summer after my freshman year of college and I was working as a nanny during the day and at a restaurant in the evening to try to save up some money for school. I was driving a 91 Mazda protege at the time, which got me from point A to point B. And that was about it. (laughs) After watching the kiddos all day, the parents came home from work. I chatted with them for a bit and I was about to leave when, as I headed out to the door, I realized I couldn't find my car keys. I have diagnosed ADHD and have a knack for being disorganized and losing things, which then makes me think that I should get tested. I know. Same. I am horrible at losing things. Very yeah. frustrating. I've had to train myself. Like it, it's taken years, but I train myself now. Otherwise, if I don't put those keys right where I know they're supposed to go, they're gone. I'll be searching and that drives yeah. me insane. It's frustrating for me. It's infuriating for my husband. It drives yeah. him crazy. Yeah. Well, my husband's way worse than I am. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> okay. But I knew the keys had to be there somewhere because how else would I have been able to drive there in the first place? We looked everywhere, turning the house upside down and emptying my purse and looking through everything, which is a way bigger undertaking than it sounds like, but finally had to admit defeat and call my dad to come pick me up since they were nowhere to be found. And Mm -hmm. I figured I could resume the hunt the next day since I'd be back again. But how are you going to get there? (laughs) Like an Irishman. (laughs) That my Irish personality was very (laughs) curious. She came out all of a sudden. <laughs> but how are you gonna get there? For the love of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> that was like a cross between Stuart's mom it's, and it's an Irish. That's true. If you're in uh, Ireland, I apologize. <laughs> I envy you, and I am not mocking you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, so I think she's gonna have her parents drop her off. Mm. Okay. That night, I had a dream that my oh, I forgot to tell you the title of this. Oh, that might help. Sorry, the subject line is, my first grade teacher helped me find my car keys. Oh, funny. But wait, she's not in first grade. No, she's she's in college. Oh, okay, okay. That night, I had a dream that my first grade teacher appeared to me and showed me where my keys were. Huh. In my dream, they had fallen down in the crevice between the driver's seat and the center console. When I woke up the next day, I remembered the dream and thought that, A, my keys couldn't still be in my car because I was sure I'd taken them inside the house. She also mentions in a follow-up email that since the car was from 91, it had manual locks and everything. So she would always take her, take her stuff, take her keys, lock her car and go. Okay. And it was locked. Oh no. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so she knew her, she must've had her keys because her car was locked. Right. And B, why on earth had I dreamt about my first grade (laughs) teacher when I hadn't thought of her in forever? When my mom dropped me off at the house where I was to nanny, I figured I may as well check my car since I had no other ideas on where to look. They brought a spare set of keys. 
Okay. Oh, man, that's smart. Right? I never have spare keys. <laughs> Should do that. And lo and behold, the keys were exactly where I dreamt huh. they were. I excitedly called and let my mom know that I'd found them. I didn't mention the dream to her, only that I'd found the keys. Then went about my day as usual. When I got home that evening, my mom asked if I remembered my first grade teacher. Then what? mentioned, Yeah. Then mentioned that she'd read in the obituaries <gasps> in the local paper that morning. She read them religiously every day. That my teacher had passed away a few days prior due to breast cancer. What? Isn't that weird? And then she gets a little emoji with just the big eyes. Yeah, that's what my face is doing right now. That gave me like goosebumps. I know. I then found, I then told my mom about my dream and how I'd found the keys. And she just smiled politely and said, wow, like I was bananas. But, <laughs> but she didn't want to hurt my feelings. Oh. <laughs> I love when moms react that way because I'm like, oh, I'm doing a good job too. Like, <laughs> I'm not alone. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, the mom part is funny. I know. Who? the other part's very interesting. I know. <laughs> there you are, Michigan. I wish again. Okay, it's weird because I'm drinking Boda Box Rose. Yeah, you're not, not even, Irish at all. Like, not even drinking a scotch or, or anything, something. Not scotch or harp or something. With the drinks. Scotch in Ireland? I don't know. That maybe that's Scotland. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's not. I don't know. If you know, if you're from Ireland, I don't know. Let us what are you know. drinking in Ireland? I want to go so bad. Yes, and we'll learn all about before we go. Yeah, <laughs> I won't do the accent. That's not true. Mm-mm. If you get me drinking at you all, totally I totally will. will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like in a respectful way, sure. Because I want to get because good at they'll it. say you have like. You're in an Irish pub. There's all these hot Irishmen around you. You're <laughs> laughing. They're laughing. It's funny. Like, you do our accent and we'll do oh, yours. Yeah. And then it'll be hilarious. Yeah, right? See? Yeah, that's, that's right. how it's going to go. Yeah, they won't be offended then. It'll no, be great. Not at all. They oh. ask for it. <laughs> Got to if they ask for it. It's fine. Oh, okay. That's really all there is to that story. Even though the experience itself was brief, I suppose I drug it out. And made it lengthy simply because I have a tendency to be a bit wordy. Sorry about that. Whatever. I love it. No. Yes. Melinda, quit being so hard on yourself, girl. Last couple emails. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Melinda, you're awesome. You are awesome. You're a great writer. That's what I wrote. I was like, we loved your story. You called it boring. It was not boring at all. That was her sleep paralysis story. Yeah, that's right. Um, And then this one is perfect for this podcast. Right. So interesting. She said, if you made it this far, thank you for reading my story. If nothing else, I hope it brought a smile to your face. Stay spooky and skeptical. All the best. I will stay skeptical because here's <laughs> what I will say to that. No, um, I wonder a couple of things. Well, before the second part, I thought it was just going to be that she had a random dream about a first grade teacher. Right. Uh, so at that point, my debunk was, um, I wonder if her first grade teacher, like, really tried to help her with that skill yeah. of being organized and finding things and like that, like recovered memory somehow of her, you know, sh- you know, re- retrace your steps and da, 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 you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I could just see a first grade teacher, really a good one, really right. taking their time to help a, a sweet little baby who's having a hard time. Yeah. So, um, that was my first debunk. But then she comes back with the doozy of uh, the, the first grade teacher had just died. Yeah. So why was she dreaming about her? Except for that maybe. What if she happened to be scanning, like, she saw the obituary, but it didn't, you know, like, sometimes you just, you happen upon that page for whatever reason. Yeah. And it didn't even really sink in. Like, I wonder if maybe she saw the name 
and just it just kind of was in her brain and then it was like somewhere it may, brains do weird things <laughs> um but maybe it kind of filed it like she knew she had passed away or yeah. something and that's kind of what made her dream about it yeah and then um without really realizing it was her you know mm-hmm. and then it like it didn't make that connection until she was in dream state yeah i don't know um i don't know either and i don't even like i i just think it's really interesting it almost feels like, you know, maybe in, as you're going on, moving on to that next part, maybe it's like, oh, I'll just make one last round. Or like, yeah, of a kindergarten teacher. I'm gonna, <laughs> let me scan my class one last time and see who's still, oh, God love her. Oh, she's Melinda. still, she's Melinda, God love her, still losing shit. <laughs> let me go back and help her one more time before I pass on. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, I, I don't know. that it's, I don't know. It's just a, it's a very cool story, though. Yeah, I thought so, too. Well, she also, um, because she wrote in the sleep paralysis story, we, you responded and then she wrote back. And when she wrote back, she was like, actually, I thought of another story. Oh, good. Give it to us. Yeah. So I've got more from Melinda. Wonderful. Okay. So I have one more story that I hadn't thought of in years, but your podcast reminded me of it. During the time I was working as a nanny, as mentioned in the first email, I was also working at a restaurant in the evenings as a busser, dishwasher, buffet worker, salad bar worker, grill worker, or pastry baker. Ponderosa? (laughs) I don't know. She doesn't say. Depending on where they needed me at the time. Wow. One evening, after everyone but the dishwashers on the other side of the building had left, I was labeling and putting away food from the buffet when I felt a hard tug on the strings of the apron I was wearing. Mm. I had some friends who liked to joke around and would run up behind people and untie their apron strings. Ugh, so <laughs> I was the restaurant business for a long time. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> okay, go on. So I'd started tying my apron in the front. So even if they did pull on it, it would still at least stay tied. Smart. I turned around to see who it was, expecting to see one of my friends, but no one was there. <laughs> I walked around and looked to see if anyone was nearby, but the only person there was the dishwasher clear on the other side who was elbow deep in pots and pans, completely focused on their work. We did have a night janitor who came in late in the evening, but he didn't arrive until about a half hour after the incident. I'd been totally alone when it happened. I mentioned to a couple of longtime employees the next day, and they didn't seem surprised at all, and informed me that things like that were completely normal and happened there all the time. They said that before the restaurant was under its current ownership, it had been a different restaurant and someone had either died or maybe even murdered there. Mm. I have one other story from my time working there. One evening when the restaurant was doing its regular dinner service downstairs and a banquet upstairs, I was working in the dish room with one other person. When one of the managers came flying down the stairs and into the dish room, her face bright red and exclaimed, okay, who did that? Mm. My coworker and I, who were standing on opposite sides of the room, the dish room was massive, had no idea what she was talking about. We asked her what she was talking about, and she said she and the entire banquet party upstairs had heard a blood-curdling scream. Oh, my gosh. And she thought that maybe it was us goofing off downstairs. We told her that we hadn't even been chatting at the time. So she asked us if we heard anything from anyone else, and we told her that we hadn't. Her face turned from red to pale white. And she went off into another section of the restaurant where we heard her asking the same thing with others telling her the same thing we had, that they hadn't heard anything. We never did find the source of the screen. And I don't know what she ended up telling the banquet party, but it absolutely gave me chills. Side note, the restaurant was out in the country with a large parking lot for customers and semi trucks on the left. 
and a cornfield on the right. And it was located on a road that used to be a main highway, but no longer was since a new highway had been added. So it didn't get much traffic aside from people coming into the restaurant. I'm adding this to say that there weren't any nearby places where someone else could have been screaming that could have been heard from the building. Thanks again for writing back. I can't wait to hear your next episode. Hmm. Except for the semi-trucks. Well, no. Well, Some shady shit happen in, in, in semi-trucks sometimes. Oh, no. You're going to make it all creepy. Well, but nobody else heard it except for that one, the banquet hall, which is already loud. You would imagine. Okay. Picture it. Lady on Sicily. top of a semi. <laughs> Sorry. The semi-truck was in Sicily. <laughs> the lady was on top of the semi-truck, trying to get away from a mm. semi-driver. Kind of kind of exciting <laughs> for, for, for a second. Okay, well, let's make it more fun. Okay, well, it was like a role play thing. Oh, no, okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird that one room could hear it so clearly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Where where was that one room located in context of where the parking lot was? Because if the other side of the building, like if the parking lot's back here, and that building or in that room's right back here where the parking lot is. And all the other rooms are over here. Yeah. Then they might be the only ones that hear a blood curdling scream. Yeah. And maybe. also, let's get let's just talk about that lady for a second. How about we don't just get pissy when we hear a blood curdling <laughs> scream, and maybe we look for the victim because maybe if we had looked for the victim, we would have found the cause to this instead yeah. of just right out of the gate. Like who did that? Yeah, that's very somebody true. in trouble. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. What a jerk. Thank you. Yeah, she needed to like simmer down. Have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Uh, Oh my gosh. I don't know. Do not watch it. I am not recommending it. The other day I told James, oh my gosh, this movie is so funny. I used to watch it. Like I watched it back when I was waiting tables back in like early 2000s when I was (laughs) not in middle school. Back when me and Anna were in middle school. Yes, you uh-huh. and Anna were in middle school. I was full on having to pay bills and, and waiting <laughs> tables. And that movie used to crack me up because it did do a very good job. It is it is not PC anymore, but it did a very good job of like every person that works in a restaurant position yeah. is in that movie. So you got like the angry girl who, but like to the customer, she's like, well, how are you today? And da, 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 da. And she's talking so nice. And then she rounds going, she's like, son of a bitch, you know, and she's like <laughs> blows up and then she rounds going anyway. And did you need more ketchup? I'll get it for you. You know, yeah. so behind the doors, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is hilarious. There are parts that are funny. Anyway, that's what that girl reminded me of is like coming down there. Like who is screaming in the middle of my service? <laughs> Somebody in need of help. Yeah. Maybe check them out. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, maybe it could have been something from the parking lot that could have just been like a kid blood curdling screaming out in the parking lot because they didn't want to get into their car. It didn't have to be necessarily someone in distress. Could have been. Oh, then it sounds like they're being kidnapped. Well, maybe they were. I don't know. That lady wouldn't go check it out. She was too busy getting <laughs> pissed off when she should have been more about advocating for victims' rights. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. with you. So I don't know. It could have been a lot of things, even because it's a restaurant. There's multiple people. Um, it is creepy. I still think it's really weird that nobody else anywhere but that room heard it. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Especially if it's blood curdling. Like that is loud. Right. I would and have to see the layout. Quiet in the dish room. The two of them are just sitting there. I don't know. Yeah. Seems <laughs> questionable.
Zimmerman Art Glass is honored to memorialize your deceased loved one or pet by enhancing their cremation remains in beautiful art glass. Choose from over 150 glass designs, including custom jewelry, paperweights, and sculptures. Prices start at $40, allowing you to choose multiple pieces to share with your family. They are a third-generation family-run business dedicated to creating the perfect piece of memorial glass for you and your family. Visit their webpage at artzglass.com or call 812-738-2206. They encourage you to visit their glass-blowing studio to discuss your project and watch them work. They are located just 20 minutes from downtown Louisville in historic Corridon, Indiana. All right. Well, I think it's time for fan favorite. Let's do it. All right. So this is um, another callback to our sleep paralysis episode. Sarah is the one who wrote the very funny story at the end. Oh my gosh. I love that story. (laughs) Her husband's sleep paralysis and then both waking up screaming. Oh, I love it. So um, Sarah and I were friends in Owensboro, and I almost feel like we're closer friends now that we don't Mm. live anywhere near each other. But uh, I let her know that she was our fan favorite, and her first response was, shut up. I have no idea what to plug. All other people have such great things. Aw. And I said, no, whatever you're interested in. And then she has a great plug. Oh, great. Hear it it to us, Sarah. She says, I'm going to plug my husband's book. It's a children's (gasps) book called The Incredible Adventures of Hugh Hound. It tells of Hugh's adventures with pirates and a dragon treasure. It's huh. wonderfully written, and he had an amazing illustrator, so it's a great book. Aww. With COVID and everything, he has had a hard time getting the word out about the book, and it deserves far more attention than it's gotten. It's available on Amazon, and there's a Kindle version available also. Nice. I'll share that with my staff. I know. I think that's great. I can't wait to look up. Yeah. Look it up. And I, I know that she said it's available on Amazon, and Amazon is like a... Ooh, you know, but I just, uh, on TikTok the other day, (laughs) there's somebody I was following and she was like, I got this girl on Amazon. Don't come after me. Jeff Bezos has already won. (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest thing I I wrote on there. Like, that's the funniest thing I've seen on TikTok. And that comment has over a thousand likes now. Yeah. You should go back to that comment and put in our hashtag, my skeptical sister. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand how that comment, I don't understand how anyone's comment on a video can get so many likes but That's so weird. anyways point is he's already won people just go on there and buy that book buy things for good causes that's like, right like support sarah's husband that's right buy adventures of hugh hound that sounds great it sounds so cute okay so everybody go buy sarah's husband's book that's awesome there you go one way to support one of our uh members of our community, but also what a great find. Yeah. Entertain your kids. I'm yeah. going to uh, put that link in our show notes. So you nice. can go right to that Amazon link and, and get that book. That sounds awesome. And uh, an author. Like yeah. that's great. You know, that's something, I don't know. It's like a bucket list thing. You know, it's like, Oh, someday I'll write that children's book. Oh, Good for him. Yeah. For doing it. You write the book and I'll illustrate it. I have no okay. desire to write the book. Okay. That sounds good to me. Uh, I don't know what it'll be about. Okay. Maybe about a little dishwasher that you put away at the end of the night. <laughs> I'm going to put all that bloopers. You're killing well, okay. me. Okay. Listen to the bloopers to find out what I said. <laughs> oh, my god! It just keeps people till the very end. It's I fine. don't think anybody's not listening till the end. They might. They might just decide okay. to cut it off, and they don't even know we have bloopers. All right. Because, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't know, stick around for the fan favorite, which means that they don't even hear this part. So screw them. <laughs> They don't get the bloopers. Fine. Bloopers oh, aren't for whatever. you. Fine. Anyways, now that we're all mad at you guys, apparently. 
uh, let's switch gears and say, we love you guys. We do. We love you all so much. Continue to support us, please. Yes. If you are able to rate, review, subscribe on Apple. I mean, if you're able (laughs) to find us on Apple, that's great. Yeah, that's enough at this point. (laughs) At this point. (laughs) Now what are you? I don't know. Oh, goodness. Anyways. Uh, if you're able to get on, then please rate, review, subscribe on Apple or however you can support us on whatever podcast platform you yeah. listen to. Uh, you can write us all of your stories. We are getting low. We really need your stories at myskepticalsister at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can tell your friends and your family. You can find us on social media. Just Search our name on TikTok and on Facebook and on Instagram. And I think that's it. If you want to join our Patreon. Do it. Join our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. You get a sticker no matter what tier you're in. And if you want to pay the $5 a month, then you get to hang out with us for a movie night. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have extra content. It's been a while. Maybe we'll try to add something in there. Yeah, we need just something. Yeah. So join us there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we have a Discord, too, that's, you know. I would love to get that Discord going. That's like a, I have no idea what Discord is. So. It's how we talk to people during um, our movie nights, but oh. it could be more of a direct messaging. If they ever just uh-huh. wanted, we most of our Patreons are also on Facebook as is, uh-huh. so they kind of talk to us directly there. So maybe that's why it's not such a thing. So confused right now, but we'll figure okay. it out. We'll figure it, it out. Great. We'll figure it out. So just uh, keep supporting us. Keep listening. We love you guys. You all are great. Have a great night. La 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 la. When they are awake and going to their day. Going, not to their day. (laughs) (laughs) Going about their day. Yet others claim to also see him during the daytime. Yet others claim. (laughs) It's so hard. Why is it so hard? It's all normal words. I don't know why it's tripping me up. It's making my face red and everything. Hold on. I need some Reiki to clear out that creativity in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) One evening after everyone put the dishwasher. Nope. (laughs) They put the dishwasher where? Where did they store the poor little thing? Like, you're done washing dishes. (laughs) Get it. Get I need a minute. (laughs) (laughs) All done with the dishes. Time to go to bed. It's worse that the dishwasher in this is a person. Well, that's what I'm picturing. (laughs) I'm picturing a dishwasher, like little, like person, man or woman, back there washing dishes, and they're like, "We're all done. It's time to put you away." (laughs) The only person there was the dishwasher, clear on the other side. Stop it. Mm -hmm. They hadn't put them away yet. It's fine. (laughs)